everybody and welcome to the Aaron Strayer Show. This is where we elevate and uplift and leverage amazing female entrepreneurs and what they are doing and what they are doing just a little bit differently. My name is Aaron Strayer. I'm the host of your show today and we are doing this is round two with Jo <laughs> Van Horm. I'm so glad she's here. I'm going to talk about her while she's listening. Can you believe that? I know. I'm going to do it. So this is attempt number two with Mary Jo. She's been super gracious and grateful to allow us to reschedule from last week. So this is, we don't really do do-overs. This is just take two. So Mary Jo is an amazing life coach. We're going to talk about that. But she helps busy women business owners. I know that's a whole mouthful. Eliminate stress. Who doesn't have that, right? <laughs> because we as women... We as women, we're super power women that were born with capes. I talk about this all the time. We have all the superpowers, right? We have them and we do all the things. And therefore, we have all the stress that goes along with it. So Mary Jo is our stress eliminator. She is the, let me make sure I get this right. She's the creator of the stress eliminator and living your divine life public Facebook group. So if you're interested in following that, make sure you hop on with that. We're going to talk in depth with Mary Jo. Hi, honey. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I am, I am like super curious to, in your words, she's live from North Dakota people. So we're going to be talking on the Midwest side um, <laughs> today. Um, I want you to talk about your background just a little bit in your words, because this hasn't been your entire life career, right? Right. So you had like a whole co corporate get go, like the majority of us, and something didn't work out right. Something happened. Something yes. started to happen. Something manifested. Something grew. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I celebrate that every day. Um, yeah. So yeah, way back in the um, early '80s is when I graduated from college and I got started in my career of um, media and advertising. And I was in corporate then for 20 years, just yeah. about. And I, I was at um, my last uh, employment and I just didn't, I just wasn't happy. And I couldn't really put my finger on why. Yeah, I, I just wasn't happy. Yeah. And so having this just being miserable for quite some time, my husband, I remember my husband one night finally said to me, you know, I'm in tears and I, you know, I cried every morning in the shower because I had to go to this job. And he finally one night he says to me, Mary Jo, figure out what the bleep is going to make you happy and then do it. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And so, and I don't know it's <laughs> right? Yes. And he actually encouraged me to, to take what I was doing at corporate and create a business for myself, which is what then what I did. So I was a media uh, director, so buying and planning media for clients. And so I started my own company in um, 2003. And it was a fast success. And I just had clients coming to me because I was known in the industry and known locally. I had people referring me and all of a sudden, you know, I, 
we had plenty of money. We were taking great vacations. Um, life wasn't so hard because growing up, what did I learn? I learned that life was going to be hard. I was barely going to get by and you we, we were never going to take a vacation ever. So, and you got to work hard because that's what yes, Yes. Work you hard. Work hard. Work hard. Yes. yes. For every penny you earn and, and all of that stuff. And so when all of a sudden I went out on my own and everything was actually really, really good, I thought, well, hey, this isn't so bad. So I started about five years into it in 2009. I started a second company with um, my best friend and we created a media buying software. Well, that didn't go so well at all. And within a, a 18 months into it. Going in business with her or going in business period in that industry? Both. So both the business was struggling and then the friendship really took a tough hit. Um, and I ended up buying out her shares and then just threw myself into the work. And eventually, and, and thank God, I, I did finally hit that wall of exhaustion, both physically and emotionally. But I had such a sense of failure and I was totally stressed out. Man, um, I know there's some people on here that you guys, if this is hitting home for you or if you're watching the replay and you felt what she just said, like light it up for us because I know I've been there, <laughs> you know, in yeah. that failure mode and that feeling like the wind just got sucked out of you and, and let, oh man, what am I doing? Yeah. Now, and through that all, I ended up, um, my days became starting, uh, taking, um, medication for high blood pressure with a diet Mountain Dew every morning and then two or three or four more diet Mountain Dews throughout the day. And then as the work day ended, of course, I worked very, very hard in my business. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I would just relax into some ice cold Miller lights, some gossip, some comfort food. End my days by taking some over the counter products for a heartburn and then prescribed medication to help me sleep. And it just was that was my life and everything was happening to me and it was also unfair and I was working so hard and I had this great big old pity party for several years. And then you're not alone. You're not alone. You know what I mean? Like there are so many people that yes. have that that circle, right? That yeah. never ending, oh man, I gotta drink the Mountain Dew or the coffee. I gotta you know, have those five-hour energy drinks. Oh, and now I can't sleep, so I got to take the Ambien to go to bed. Yeah. I'm going to start all over again, right? And the crazy thing was, Erin, I thought I was alone. I thought this, I was the only one that was struggling like this. Everybody else had it all figured out. But then when I did hit rock bottom and I thought, finally, I'm like, hmm, maybe I don't have all the answers. Maybe I need to reach out to somebody for help. Maybe, you know, there's something for me to learn. And that's when I started then, you know, kind of on this spiritual journey, because uh, I had nowhere to go but up. I could have either quit or just changed. So I did decide to, to work on myself. And I learned about how I had these limiting beliefs. And I was stuck in resentment and, you know, felt like a victim. And then as I learned more about that, then I started to learn about the power of forgiveness, 
about self-worth and um, about empowerment, right? And the more I stepped into that, the more things changed, of course, for the better. And it, it's all, you know, it's taken a few years of doing some of this work. But I got to tell you what I've just recently learned in the last six, nine months has just catapulted everything. I no longer um, turn to food for comfort. I don't need that comfort food anymore. And I no longer taking medication for my high blood. I don't have high blood pressure, so I don't have to take medication for that. I do not have heartburn. So I don't need the, the over-the-counter products for heartburn. I quit soda and alcohol altogether, and I feel amazing, and I no longer need anything to help me sleep at night. Ah! Yeah. That, that's that been the great. Celebrate that. That's yes. you. So, so back up, right? So back mm -hmm. up. So like my very first question was, you said you started working on yourself. Yes. That was the very first thing you said. How'd you know how to do that? You know, it's just one of those things that was a uh, uh, middle of the winter. So very cold here in North Dakota, sitting on my living room couch and mindlessly going through TV channels. And I came across Pastor Joel Osteen's program. And it was like he was speaking to me. And he says to he says, to me, yeah. um, you know, if you want help, all you have to do is ask. You know, God's ready to help you. All you have to do is ask. Easy, people. Yeah. And so I, I did that. I was sitting on my couch. And I'm like, okay, I'm asking. I'm asking for help. Well, then the next Sunday night, I, again, just mindlessly going through the TV channels, his program pops up again. He's doing his sermon. And then he says, okay, it's not enough to just ask for help. You, you cannot ask for help and then be a couch potato. So you have to get out of your comfort zone. As I'm sitting on my couch, right. you know, right. watching this. Very and then it's like you have to get out. You have to start, you know, talking with people and sharing your story and asking for help and connecting. And so that's what I did, more so for me virtually than locally because I still had a lot of uh, guilt and shame and a sense of failure around. So I didn't want the people around me to know that. Yeah, 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 for sure. You don't want to air your dirty laundry. Right, right. Yeah. So I kind of started virtually and one thing led to another and then pretty soon I was doing, you know, the last couple of years doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and, you know, and group coaching too along some of those um, lines and yeah, I mean, I'm a big believer in that, that it is life-changing when you find that right person. So what I'm hearing and what I'm picking out is that um, you shifted your thought process. Yes, which has led me to the work that I am so passionate about right now. And it really is like, you know, we just talked briefly before we came live about what what is a core limiting belief? You know, what is what does that mean? And this is what I have uh, what I have learned and what I help teach people as kids. When things happen to us that don't feel good and that we don't understand in order to feel more safe, because there's nothing more important to kids than than that sense of safety. So in order to make ourselves feel more safe, we make up stuff about that 
experience that didn't feel good or that circumstance that didn't feel good. We make up stuff about it in order for it to make sense to us so we can feel more safe. And so we almost always will make up that it is somehow our fault because we are not good enough or we are not um, smart enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not strong enough. We're not whatever enough. And what happens, it goes even deeper to that, to that whole sense of, you know, I must not deserve it. That's why this is happening. You know, if we go deep enough, like there's a sense of I don't deserve it or I, I'm not lovable enough for it. Um, I don't belong. I'm too much of an outcast, a misfit, whatever. And that that becomes this belief that we carry, and mostly subconscious. And the, that every time something bad happens to us, that belief gets validated over and over and over. And pretty soon we're, we're going out into the world on our own. And we're carrying, though, this belief about ourselves that we're not good enough. We don't deserve it. You know, we don't deserve what we really want. And so consciously we set out to prove to the world we do. Subconsciously we're believing we don't deserve it. That is the internal conflict from which stress originates. And until we get some clarity around what is that core limiting belief, you know, because we cannot change what we don't acknowledge or what we're not aware of. So the work becomes, (laughs) yeah, the work becomes, right, getting clear and that and having some awareness because that's really what's running the show is that core limiting belief. So when you're thinking those doubt thoughts, like what if uh, people don't want to hear what I'm saying? What if people don't get me? What if I can't find clients? What if nobody wants to pay me? All those things, that is that younger, younger self of you that believes you don't deserve it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's so huge. Yes, it absolutely makes sense. And um, it's so huge to go that in depth with defining what limiting beliefs mean because, you know, you and I spoke ahead of time. And I'm super glad you went into depth on it because I think that term is overused and people don't understand that it actually is on a subconscious level at this adult point in your life. Mm-hmm. It has become ingrained in your cells and it's in your subconscious that you actually believe those things. Yes. Those yes. are the things that are holding you back, people. Those are the things. Yeah. And, and they're not said, true. It's not, and they're not true. Yes. Yeah. So when we can get, when you know what that untrue belief is that you're carrying, and then you can, you learn how to release that with love and compassion, then you can free up your, your energy and space within for things like inspiration and creativity and joy, right? Because joy comes from being happy for no reason. So the more of that that doubt and frustration and anger and resentment, you know, the more we can clear that out of our of our minds and out of our bodies, you know, the more we free up to bring in all that good stuff. That's just trying to download, but we're so full of all of the the slow energy, you know, emotions that we're clogged up. 
So we gotta clear that stuff out with love and compassion in order to allow in the good stuff. So, so without giving away all your all your goodness, because I know you know how to do that. Yes. Is that a um, is that a process? Is that a meditation? Is that a ongoing? I, yeah, like, I actually have uh, a very powerful exercise, and and it has become the core of all of my work. And it it's about a ninety minute to a two hour session with me one on one. But I take you through this exercise, and by the end of that, you know your core limiting belief. And the really cool thing is, Erin, that there are so many treasures, so many gifts in this. It, it'll give you clarity around your life's purpose. It'll give you clarity around the people you are meant to serve. There are so many correlations between what, how you process things and those emotions, you know, both the ones that you would consider negative you know, how you felt. Mine were, I, mine were um, alone, unsupported, and sad. And the people that I am meant to serve, as it relates to my services, they also feel mostly alone, unsupported, and sad. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that clarity, and then you bring that into your marketing, I mean, number one, when you talk about it in, in a way, you connect because, right, you've lived that. So you totally feel that. Yeah. And they're like on the other end saying, oh, my God, she, she gets me. Now, to me, that is authentic. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that's what draws people to you. Yeah. Yeah. So so is that something people can purchase from you? You can. Yes. Yes. I have, a, I have a program. It's called um, the number one thing that holds you back in life. And it's a two-hour virtual lesson, and that's exactly what we do. And by the end of that two hours, you know what is holding you back. You know that core limiting belief. And then I also guide you through how to release that with love and compassion. And then I give you all these other little clues around, um, you know, your, a little bit around your life's purpose, how that connects the dots there, and how it connects the dots with the people you're meant to serve you know, if, as a, as a businesswoman. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think that so many people miss this part when they are starting in business, this is like your business isn't going to go anywhere if you're not cleared on a foundational level. That's right. Cause, cause that you will always line up with that core limiting belief. Yeah. So you may have some success, but then it's seeming like random stuff happens and then you know now you're struggling again yeah. why people who who win the lottery and then lose it all it's because down deep they're carrying that untrue belief that they don't deserve it yeah and so we'll always will line up but i mean it just seems like you know it's not fair it just seems like these random things happen but really you know how you are being is what you draw towards you so if deep down you're being you know that you have that belief that you don't deserve it you're unworthy you're going to draw towards you people circumstances and opportunities that are going to support your unworthiness yeah and, and what that means taking that a step farther my interpretation of that is people that can't pay you people that don't want to pay your fees people that don't show up for your appointments or stand you up right mm -hmm. it's a reflection of really 
what you're believing to be true for you. Yeah. 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 It's that mirror, right? For yes. Sure. But sure. right. But when it's subconscious, that's where everybody gets tripped up because you don't know it. Yeah. Right. So that's the power of this work, right? We can bring that, shed some light onto that so that you can actually understand it and choose what is true for the person you are today. We're going, there's all these people are going through life, like living as if their five-year-old self or their seven or eight-year-old self is trying to be the adult. That would scare anybody, right? No. That would be scary. And that's really what's going on. That's why we have all those doubting thoughts, why we procrastinate that, right? And that's why we end up frustrated. And then the air sucks can't, we don't trust anything that we're doing and nobody wants us anyway. And what are we doing? Oh, we're just playing. Mm -hmm. we're just yeah. Playing. Yeah. Real job. Right? Right. Right. So that other people can tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. It's, huge. it's so foundational. And, and I'm going to loop back around to what I said before. So many people miss this point, miss this part of creating their business and if if this is not if your core limiting belief that at the subconscious level the things that you don't even know you're thinking mm -hmm. that are ingrained already in at a cellular level because you've been playing this game for so long if that that's not cleared nothing else is gonna work so like this work is and I don't care if you're trying to lose weight I don't care if you're trying to start a business. I don't care if you're trying to be a mom, right? Like, That's right. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. It's not mm -hmm. going to happen until you get this cleared. Yes. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and again, it's like, it's an integral part. Like you don't want to jump right into me and hit your strategy. Stop. Exactly. That's what everybody thinks, right? I need to learn this. I need to learn this. I need to learn this new strategy. Maybe I need another certification, right? Yeah. I just need more classes. Yes. Yeah. I'll take another class. Yeah. Yeah. So they get caught up in the doing and then what they really should be working on is how they are being. Right. We're human beings, not human doers. Ah! <laughs> you guys, I, I know that there's some people online with us. Hi, Letty. Um, I, and if you are watching this replay, this lady is amazing. She she just uh, like tapped every every cell in my body and like made it do this happy giddy dance when we had our when we had our our um, interview prior to coming on live here. And I am so excited to have her in my in my pocket and in our my wheelhouse because she's so intricate um, to people in my lane. And you guys, Mary, please drop your links in here when we're done. Every way to get a hold of you, how to get a hold of that two hour training, how, you know, what's going on in your world. Um, <clears throat> and you guys reach out to Mary Jo because she's, she's the real deal. Okay. She's been where we have, she, she's crossed the line. She's taking care of business. And things are rolling for her. She knows how to get you to the other side of the line. She knows how to bust your box. Yep. 
move you forward, get you off the couch, sister. <laughs> the creativity is incredible. I've yeah. never experienced anything like this. Like, yeah. I, I can't get to all of my ideas. You know, opportunities are just showing up just left and right. Yeah. 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 So I know Stephanie comes on. She's like, oh my goodness, Erin, you've said this to me. I know I have, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Dog Mary Jo. <laughs> um, you know, and and I'm just gonna go there. Stephanie, I know you love me. Um, Stephanie's an extremely gifted healer. And um, <clears throat> even our healers need to heal this. Absolutely. Because we can't heal ourselves without guidance from some somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't. We can't. We're too close. We're too, just like we can't figure out our own strategies because we're too close to the situation to even see where to plug the hole. That's right. Got to have somebody else's eyeballs on it. Got to have a trusted resource. Got to have another another way around it. Got to have another look at it. <clears throat> so, Mary Jo, one last question before we get off here. Cause yes. I mean, I could talk to you all day. Maybe we will <laughs> off camera. <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> But I'm gonna I'm gonna respect these people's time. Um, again, you guys, if you are um, watching the replay of this and you find it valuable, which I can't imagine not, make sure you share this out with your people, um, your tribe, your your coworkers, people in your in your circle. Um, Mary Jo, my favorite all-time question, hot seat. Yep. If you were to go back and talk to little Mary Jo, what would you tell her? about going forward in life. Oh, okay, and I'm, I'm gonna, okay, uh, I'm gonna do this without, you know, breaking into tears. That's, a, that's such a powerful question. And without a doubt, I would say, honey, you are worthy. You are worthy just because you were born. And you deserve abundance just because you were born. You are worthy, and you are not alone. That's what I, that's what I would say. People, you can hear that right from the core of her, the nucleus of every cell in her body. You can hear it in her. You can see it on her face. That's real. That's the real deal. That's authentic, right there. Reach out to Mary Jo. Let her let her live in your circle. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> you will not be disappointed, people. All right, friends. This is Aaron Strayer. This is the Aaron Strayer Show, where we talk to amazing people like Mary Jo. <laughs> and we bring them front and center and talk about things that usually get shoved under the rug. We bring them forward here, and we talk about them, and we make them real. We go live every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 o'clock right here on the Aaron Strayer Show. So join us right back here. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, everyone. Hang on just a second, Mary Jo. See you, guys.